Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me is always the Mr. Gimpy. What's up, Chip? Yeah, man, what's happening with you? I thought for sure you were going to continue the, the DuckTales. Yeah, <laughs> man, we'll get like, hit with copyright infringement. <laughs> that's that's, that's the, like... It's like the banhammer. Right? Like if, 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 we're, if we're big enough where we're, uh, Disney's worried about that, then we're doing something right. <laughs> we are, dude. Disney's on us all the time, dude. <laughs> They're gonna be. They're gonna own this. It'll be brought to you by you know Got a lot of a lot of vultures out there, man. A lot of <laughs> a lot, a of, lot of enemies, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's pretty uh, much how it goes. It's true. It's true. Yeah, man. We could change up the lyrics or, or something, but I'm not. I won't do it's that. The same melody, right? It just, yeah. Like, Disney copyrights everything, including the melody. It's like it's like. Are you thinking about Ducktales? Then no fucking banhammer, dude. I think it's like three bars. Like after that, then it's. Uh, over so get dun 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 and that's it dude that's all you get <laughs> you get that duh, duh. that's it over bro they're like that's right, us right, we know <laughs> damn it, Disney. Damn it. <laughs> they got oh, us dude man. the algorithm they're like oh it's just the algorithm flagging you guys for sure for sure Sheesh. Hey, man, uh, what have you been up to bro like i know that uh so we can we should probably start off by uh with the game jam news i know that it's yeah we've, it's uh, bittersweet the professor didn't finish. He didn't cross the line. He didn't stick the landing, as the kids say. Uh, <laughs> he made vague plans to finish it at some point later on in the distant future. He's like, I, he's like, I'm going to keep fighting the fight. And I was like, all right, man, good luck with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Done no matter what. Well, it's yeah, my part's now. done. I finished my shit weeks ago, dude. Uh, I'm happy with everything. Uh, got me into trench broom. So it, yeah, you know, all roads converge. You know, it, it changed up the algorithm on YouTube just enough where it was like, "Hey, I see you're using a plugin for Godat. Maybe you want to use this other plugin for Godat for your building Quake maps." And I was like, "What the heck is this?" And it's like you can be using Trench Broom, and I was like, "What the heck is Trench Broom?" And then uh, that got me to my latest uh, game endeavor that I've been working on this last month, which is getting those VR missions working. So yeah, yeah. So uh, you just finished another build of uh, the VR missions. I was yeah. actually thinking um, uh, this Wednesday to do a VR stream uh, for for myself, and I was going to play the VR missions on stream as Go well. for it, dude. I just added copyright-free music in there. Dope. Even if you didn't, I don't give a shit. I did like a bigger playlist uh, of like stuff. I, I went with uh, somebody who was ripping off John Carpenter. So okay. I feel like it came full circle because uh, I know that was like one of Hodia Kojima's main inspirations was like Snake Plissken. Yeah, yeah, Escape from New York. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? This you know what fit perfect with this is uh you know some john carpenter music so i found That's somebody true. who's ripping off john carpenter again <laughs> and so this i felt like, you, like <laughs> i think the playlist is called like two and a half hours of uh john carpenter like oh you know copyright free music or whatever and so i went through there and i picked like some uh music that fit i just like went through because they had like all the songs you know bookmarked off and i was like all right what's what fits what what, what sounds right, good right i assume there's a halloween-esque <laughs> one that you had to like yeah. filter out yeah no i mean there's a couple of them. i got like the best i feel the best for like a more action-oriented type of stealth game right. gets the heart going for uh john carpenter stuff have have you seen uh, ghosts of mars 
Yeah, with Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Cube. Long time I saw it in theaters, dude. Them. Damn, love that. Uh, so that movie gets shit on, right? But that was what, that's one of my favorite John Carpenter movies ever, dude. It's 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 basically Evil Dead in space with like with like fucking, you know, uh, it's like Ice Cube versus Zombie Slipknot. It's wonderful. I absolutely yeah. love it. And uh, the I soundtrack it, was a heavy metal soundtrack made by him. That was fucking amazing. So I think it's supposed to be like Escape from Mars was like the pitch for it. Yes. And then like uh, yes, yes. I don't think they could get uh, Kurt. In there, right? Then, uh, so the initial idea was they didn't want Kurt Russell in it. It was just like they uh, too old. You know, he also that he was too old because that movie came out in like two thousand. But uh, uh, they just wanted the same like vibe for it. The feel, you know? yeah, yeah. And then uh, when he got the self mutilation stuff and the Evil Dead uh, camera for it i think i think he just kind of was all like how could we make this a little different so hence yeah. natasha henstrich been having a female protagonist it's like that so um came off a bit uh, more campy than i think he wanted but john carpenter's stuff is always a little campy you know a little like closed off he's he's never had like a giant ass budget right like even yeah. with the success of halloween and stuff uh like his budget's never really ballooned over he's the guy you give much. 10 to 20 million dollars to and he gets right. you 100 million at the box office 100%, 100%. you know yeah. i watched the movie you recommended for me uh because you're talking about like the weird camera it was uh the night comes for us yeah yeah, yeah, I, saw yeah. That. I finally watched that this Speaking week life, uh, yeah i think it was gory af dude you did, i was like yeah i'm looking for a oh, good kung fu God. movie bro My bad. i was like oh man this is gruesome bro like this is <laughs> the, wild uh, hallway knife fight <laughs> oh, dude like everybody was fighting with knives in that movie somebody got stabbed with a bone Yes. like a yes. femur dude <laughs> like, oh my god dude. that was yeah. nuts dude. I'm, I'm happy you watch that dude I, I recommend that to so many people you're the only one who's actually taking the time to watch it so i'm really i'm really yeah. happy about that i told you I like kung fu movies I, like, I was like i haven't seen like a really good one in a long time there were really good uh moments of fight choreography really great cinematography especially like in like hallway I, where it started to fall was apart was when fight. there was more than like five or six people on screen it seemed like they didn't really know what to do. It almost went to like a throwback, like the, like the meat locker like, scene. Is that what you're yeah. That that one. Well, yeah, the, that the, the, the warehouse too. Like when he goes to the warehouse and like all those guys are just staying around. It, I don't know. It was like, all right, we're all gonna fight each other one at a time, and we're all gonna stand around, but not get to punch you first. It felt like a a JRPG turn-based fight. <laughs> like, at that times. one though was so brutal that like I think fatigue set in for like everyone there it, it felt like that to me though but yeah. uh it's been a few it's been a few months it also seemed it. like they were doing a lot with special effects in that particular scene too like in the mm. meat locker yeah because yeah. they had like so much brutality happening where it was like how are we gonna pull this off so it felt like they're like you know a lot of the stunt team trying to choreograph with like the special effects team to make like a really crisp looking shot yeah. it came off pretty brutal uh that mm -hmm. but just like not the cleanest looking fights uh, but I'm thinking they're working around the special effects there. Yeah. Uh, so the goes into the, where, the warehouse, uh, man. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. He, they, they mounted like the camera to the mm. back of the guy's head, dude. Yep. And there's like, it's yep. like a third person perspective. Like, oh, dude, you're talking yeah. about camera work, dude. I was like, yeah. it, is, it did nothing like that happens anywhere else in the movie. At first, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no, really tried something dude. different here, dude. Yep. 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 So that movie um, is, is always when people are like, Netflix movies fucking suck. I always go, Night Comes for Us. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
really fucking good. And the star of that um, actually was the new Sub Zero in Mortal Kombat. Ah. So, yeah, yeah. So it was full circle. Then, uh, Eco Ice was the uh, Punch. you know second secondary is the second pr- protagonist who also had uh, uh, was it uh, Wu Assassins um, and uh, yeah, man. Like like I said, Netflix low key um, loves martial art movies and uh, they've they have gems like scattered throughout it, dude. Like not bad yeah. at all. Not bad at all. I think. What has happened is China's just kind of cracked down on like what movies they make because I know like everything has to have like cultural and historical significance there now like to get past like uh, the educational board or whatever. So it's like oh, when you have uh, people- Indonesian. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. that's why we haven't had good kung fu movies, though. Like, oh, uh, China was the main. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're the main exporter of dope ass OG kung fu movies, and I think they just kind of cut down on like what they allow people to do over there now with the uh, because. I know they've like switched over to like more like Tai Chi style stuff and yeah. it's become yeah. it's become ridiculous. It's become a little reckless with their kung fu movies, dude. They're not out there making it happen. Yeah. So yeah, man. Yep, yep, yep. It's good it's good stuff, man. It, it's uh uh I think it just uh, keep it on topic for movies for one second here. Um with China kind of going for more culturally significant movies, uh, it led to the rise of other nations trying out, like, you know, traditional martial arts movies. Yes, you don't have, like, the Chinese uh, uh, culture embedded in it, which you're, you're used to, but um, seeing, like, Indonesian movies come to the forefront, Indonesian stars, uh, Thai stars, Japanese stars, where, who usually would go, like, mafia route or... Uh, you know, just like anime was like what their main thing of of exporting like a kung fu or you know traditional martial arts style movie, but having yeah. you know a different it it definitely has a different feel right than like the classic styles or whatever. Like I'm I'm a sucker for like like the classic you know like tiger crane all that like style yeah. and stuff. But and I I love like the the you know uh, the cue and all that stuff where that era. Um, they have to wipe out the entire sec, dude. They've they have the counter to the paper or whatever. Yeah, They're using yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, you know, um, having other countries come up, uh, even like like Russia, Sweden, and and stuff like that have had like martial art movies where it's purely just hand hand fighting, where it's a different style and stuff. Yeah, so it your it, sambos, your it, yeah, exactly. Blues, it, your, it leads yeah. to more creativity, you know. So so. Yeah. Uh, uh, Muay Thai stuff, fighters. It's, it's a good time to be an action fan, man. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Yeah, <laughs> the game didn't change. Uh, man, I watched this other movie. I think it's called like The Man from Toronto, with, like Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson. Oh, and, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's like an hour ten or it's 110 minutes. Uh, they could shorten about like 20 minutes off there. <laughs> Off the movie, there's like a few moments in it where like I actually laughed out loud. They're so ridiculous. Yeah. But for yeah, the most yeah. part, it's like standard, standard stuff, kind of boring. I don't. I think the problem I had was like they tried to build it up as like a buddy type of comedy oh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. But like he's mistaken for an assassin, so it always just kind of felt like weird. Where it's like, am I rooting for the bad guy in this? Like I don't. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Like yeah. he's like some cold-blooded like assassin. Like uh, Harrison uh, Hark is confused for him. Through a mistake of, uh, you know, identity. Kevin Hart as you gets do. confused with Harrison or Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's an unnamed, yeah, unknown yeah, assassin. Yeah. He just shows up sure, and he, sure. they have codes and it's, you know, 18th century poetry quotes or whatever. 
He's like, man, you know, Hart just is like, man, cut that bullshit. Let's just get to this, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, right where the guy gets there. He's like, all right, well, I guess this must be the guy. For sure, for sure, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. it was, it was okay. I wouldn't yeah. recommend yeah, it. Yeah. No, I, I don't feel... recommend it. I watched it. It, <laughs> it made me laugh out loud a few times. Like, yeah, it's yeah. The, the comedy so subjective. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. Right, for sure, for sure. I got you, man. Uh, we. Man, seems like you've been busy, man. Just like, just like. Yeah. So what I've been doing is, stuff? I've been basically working on that VR mission game for like three or four hours every day, and so You're I've doing been it every day. Okay. Yeah, like every day, dude. I've been knocking this out, uh, and so what I've been doing is like trying to take breaks now. So I'll take like an hour or two every day in between that, like in my afternoon to like watch a movie or just like and something not game related at all. Yeah. Uh, and usually it was like YouTube. I was doing YouTube for a while, but like, I don't know. Just, YouTube's just about like clickbait and outrage culture at this point. At least mine is. I've been That's trying to filter it. Bro. <laughs> I've been, I've been getting rid of stuff. I've been like, don't recommend this to me anymore. Like I've been clicking that. I've been cracking down on it. It's been chilling out more. It's more uh, documentaries about video games and stuff now. Okay. Uh, it's more about like I watched a thing about like the Turbo Graphics 16. Uh, they got like some cool pinball games on there. I was like, all right, this is okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like simmering down. Like, uh, Bonk, little Bonk, Bonk's Adventure, uh, you know, Castlevania, all that stuff. Good stuff. Because there's one like called like Dragons something. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell you. I already closed the tab here. Oh, I was good. like, oh my oh, god. There's like three games uh and two of them came out for the turbo i think one was like demon lair or something or dragon's lair and then one of them poured over the sega genesis and i was looking at it and i was like damn i'm gonna steal their whole drip because what it is is basically a pinball game but a tower defense <laughs> so like you're using like like the minions are like coming at you and like you have a pinball uh and you're trying That's to kill still- all the minions that's dope you know and i'm like damn that sounds dope i can make that that's just <laughs> like the way they made it was like you know it's a proto tower defense game because they didn't yep. have tower defenses back then it was a yep. simpler time yep. Uh, yep. so they don't really understand the rules of tower defense yet uh, and they didn't quite have the best rules for pinball either so i was like it, it was trying something completely different and they didn't have like a roadmap on how to like properly execute it but now we do uh, so I'm like, damn, I could probably do this. Take, like, I, take, take the shine, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, gonna, that is awesome. Still whole drip, dude. Uh, so yeah, cool, dude. Uh, that's it, man. I've been yeah, just haven't had enough time to actually make any maps in trench broom. Sorry. Uh, I've been drawing them on paper though, like at work, like during my break. I'm like, oh, let me just draw some map ideas, some basic stuff. Yeah, the basic how many, shapes. How many levels do you have on the VR mission game right now? I was like twenty one. But the nice. other smaller. Nice. Okay. Okay. Um, working, working missions. I think I was only like eight, so it's probably like double what you saw last time. I think before only like two or three. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. There's a bit more now. I think there's three, but it stopped working. As a third one, it's just like, yeah, yeah. It just says like the end. I think. Yes. 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 So let um, uh, uh, me let me jump in here. So I'm pretty excited uh, to play the VR mission for you, especially on stream. Uh, I can tell that you've played Metal Gear Solid VR missions, you know, with the structure, then like the end end point. Uh, I was like, okay, okay. Now, this it's all like based around shooting the enemies at this point, right? Is or can you stealth through it? 
Uh, you can stealth through all of them, except for like one stage right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then I've added even crazier shit in there, where uh, this there's the big update. So I, I don't know. I put like little patch notes in yeah, my I saw thing. The patch notes. I said, yeah. Uh, so like the. I redid all the enemy AI, and then yesterday I kind of got to a point where I really want it to be, where they can have attachable points, and you can grab the weapons off the guys now, so you can sneak up behind nice. them and like pull their weapons off of them. Nice, uh, nice, nice. And I was like, because it's like one of the stages where like you start and the guys like facing away from you and walking away, and like as they like, start walking behind, them, I was like, oh dude, I should be able to just grab the gun off this guy's back, dude. This is VR. This is the future. Uh, And I was like, I got to get this shit working. So I spent like a whole day, like just getting that working. Uh, Yeah. I made made the mini map and I had that uh, registered to like the left hand. So if you tilted your hand, like the map would show up. Uh, And then I was like, I got it working, right? I programmed it. I got it in visual scripting in the, in the unities. Yep. And I just couldn't find the sweet spot. So like when you're, trying to debug shit in vr with the oculus headset on like to move the hand oh, like yeah. i have to like take this off to like see the numbers and i got like kind of working and i was like i just got frustrated yesterday i might try and get in today because i know like what i have to do is like export it to like a debug text on screen so i can just like look at it and like see type the, out the numbers because right. before i was like trying to pull off the headset when you pull off the headset it like kills like it the kills connection it, yeah. so like all the numbers go back down to zero and i was like son of a and i was like trying to get it there and i got it most of, it was working most of the time but it wasn't feeling great so i just allocated that to just a button press and i don't know i kind of like the button press but as soon as i tell everybody about like you know tilting your wrist they're like oh shit dude shit, do great, that yeah, yeah. Right, right, like, right, right. imagine being able to move around and look at your map at the same time and i'm like yeah it would be great dude i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens dude but it's 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 a it's a nice uh, proof of concept and i see like i felt like when i was playing the first build i felt like how excited you were to make this like it it seemed like a cool thing to just cool realization so yeah. uh excited excited to try the next build uh will you will you throw it up on your um itch.io page when you're done kind of yeah done project? i've been so, calling it like vr missions three right now i think that's a good yeah. name yeah, it's yeah, close yeah. enough people <laughs> people like where's like one and two and be like i didn't make it. don't worry about it <laughs> appreciate, appreciate. it's like a nod and a wink uh it is what it is i don't know i think like if it's it's fine i, I gotta rework some of the missions so you can stealth through everything if you wanted to play that way yeah and no. uh there's no real point like you can't die right now in it so <laughs> i could make that happen probably yeah. I mean, you know, however far, however far you get. I mean, this is really just kind of you. Gray box. It started off for me gray boxing a level. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, there. let me look at this in VR. And then I was like, you know, I should. Have, you know, it's even better than like walking around in beautiful structures in VR, murdering people. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. In, in VR, uh, there's not enough murder. Uh, yeah, I think after I finish updating the enemies today and putting them through the rest of the stages, I think that's the only thing left on the docket. And then that's it. That's done. And I can on to the next thing. On to the next one. Nice, man. Uh, nice. Yeah, I think the only quality of life thing is maybe messing with that map again. I don't know how deep I want to go with it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, the button press, it works. It's it. fine. For sure. I know I can do it. Uh, it might be for the next project. I might I might add it. I don't know. It depends. Yeah. It really, it's really just a, it all depends at this point. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. What about you? What have you been up to? Watching movies, uh, getting into fights drinking smoking <laughs> none of the above um i finally saw the black phone saw that last night saw the new uh 
Predator movie, the prequel, Prey. Really liked it. Really liked it. Really liked Black Phone as well. Um, been hitting oh. out of the park with movies lately. Both, both a lot of fun. A lot of just both kept me engrossed. Um, Prey is probably Gross. the best, the best sequel to Predator at this point. Oh. Definitely, definitely stands with the. Uh, yeah, one like people hated two on release, but like it's it's gained a cult following since. What if we moved it to an urban setting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think looking at Predator two as as like a uh, like it, it sucks because you saw Predator one and it was more of an action movie, right? And Predator two is definitely more of a grounded like horror almost a serial killer type movie and it's a different tone but it was fantastic as well um so now there's like a nice cult following around it so um yeah i really liked it so i'd I'd say like for me personally the order would go one two prey uh the the predator with uh, uh olivia munn that one people were all like we're up in arms about it uh saying it was a backhanded compliment to um autistic autistic people i've I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, uh, one of the there's a kid in the movie, and he kind of can can decipher what the predator is going to do because they attribute it to his autism because he can see what other people can't. Like that was like a trope for a while. There, there's a weird trope, right, for it. Yeah, uh, there's like another super, movie super where autistic kids. <laughs> yeah, there's there's another movie where like I think there was like, Elon Musk. like eating some shit, and uh, the autistic kids were like like immune to whatever was happening is like the radio waves or some shit i can't remember what movie it was but yeah it did, it did yeah. obviously it wasn't that good because it didn't stick but you know yeah it felt like there was a trope and then people were like yo man this isn't really this is a real thing guys like stop it <laughs> like yeah, you're making so, autistic people right. seem like geniuses right right <laughs> chill right. out um so there there's there's that that movie um and then predators with uh, adrian brody um tougher grace yeah, I saw uh, that I one. That I, I feel that one is probably the worst of the sequels to me because I don't like Adrian Brody as an action star. But um, they really the, were pushing him hard for a while. The thought of of uh, of the Predator hunting planet is really cool. Um, the crazy ass Lawrence Fishburne in that movie where he like killed a predator stole its stole its stuff and he could go invisible and all that shit. That was like, that was a cool idea. And I thought having like predators kidnapping people to hunt them because they were the people they found were already predators in their own world like uh they were like the worst of the worst people that that it seems like such an extra step though bro like how do you even find those people if you're like an alien like, like so do they, they hack to, the computers to, and i feel they'd have to they have to have been stalking them for a while you know so uh so i thought it was an interesting idea for it i could but uh, just Adrian Brody as an action star just doesn't work for me, man. He does Don't this like it. weird. He does this weird gruff voice that he thinks is what action stars should sound like, and it just it just doesn't work, man. I, I what's I your give me it. give me a good action hero voice. Well, well, I can't. I I mean, I'm not. Come on, bro. Let's let's do, let's one, do some. But I'll I'll do the Adrian Brody impression for okay, you. Like, we'll do like a, a cast in a video game. Your action generic action <laughs> hero go. Okay, his okay here this is uh, an Adrian Brody thing. Oh, you need to you need to get a grenade. And he like deepens his voice, right? And gets it makes it scratchy. I'm like that's not your fucking voice, dude. <laughs> like like uh, still Stallone it works, right? He's like hey yo, fucking greed, you know? Just, like he just mumbles through and, and his voice is already deep enough, right? I I feel like like action stars who just either naturally have that voice or just talk a little 
like more serious, you know, it would be fine. Like, like for me with, with, with how my voice is just, just like, uh, talking more serious and to the point, like we're like clear, concise thoughts, no ums or anything else would, would like lead me more to an action star type, type thing. Right. Um, but the same problem when they cast like the young Han Solo for the Han Solo movie, where it's like the guy has such a distinct voice, like, like you got at least try like and then people like took the guy's voice and they like pitched it down like you know they're like you can just do this you know there's like audio effect and they're like this sounds perfect if you just pitch him down like a half an octave it would have been fine Uh, you you get you get into trouble with with, so uh jensen ackles uh who was who played dean winchester on supernatural uh for dean he lowered his voice right and he did that for 14 years of that show so when yeah. you see him in other roles and his voice isn't as deep, it's jarring. He's like, no, this is my yeah. real voice. <laughs> you know? yeah. so he's, like, he's like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But it made him match Jeffrey Dean Morgan's voice who played his dad in the show. So it seemed like doing that this little connection was there. My whole life, dude, where I pitched my voice down a little bit and a little bit like quieter, like an inside voice. Oh, really? Because I'm, yeah, okay. I'm such a physically big person. Like, if I just talk normally, like from like uh, whatever the the diaphragm, yeah. like it just sounds like I'm yelling, and like it's a deep voice. And most people are like, "Whoa, whoa, why are you yelling at me? Chill out." I'm like, well, I'm, "I'm not. I'm just talking to you. This is my normal speaking voice." Oh, <laughs> uh, it's weird. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, and like I always got pissed off about like other big dudes who like throw their voice around. I'm like, come on, bro, you have better control of your voice than this, right? Right. You're just gonna, right, right. Gonna talk in your big man voice, Mr. Big Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that's uh, you know, I've been, been just really just chilling this week. I uh, didn't get as much work on the auto runner game done as I wanted to. I had some time. Yeah, some Friday. stuff done. Yeah, I got some stuff done. I got I had some time on Friday morning. Uh, it wasn't as much time as I thought I'd have. Honestly, that's that. That was like the yeah. big disappointment. But you know, uh, as long as you're working on it, as long as you live to fight another day, you know. Yeah, I think um, I text you where I was like, I've just been doing like an hour a day, but most of my time has been like just making things cleaner. Like I spent like an hour and a half just like cleaning up like the project files and stuff. Because uh, I was like, you know, this is going to be a longer thing than I initially planned. I better make this easier to read and accessible or I know where things are immediately where I'm not like, you know, hunting through files and I, I start naming things like exactly what they do. <laughs> now instead of like test one through, you know, 50 are untitled uh yeah. through 58 you know like right, right yeah right, right. like this is a button that will teleport the character across the map and that's what i <laughs> named the file <laughs> like, there it is there it is it's awesome uh, like, and teleport endpoint for level eight like just simple yeah. Yeah, I can look. At, you could give that to anybody, and they'll know what it does. They're like, "Oh, this is a, a marker for the end of this stage for somebody to teleport here." I got yep. it. Yep, that's awesome. So what I what I've been uh, doing, like in, in my free time, you know, when it wasn't working on the auto and playing any video games. Um, yes, yes, actually, uh, two oh. games in particular are really really catching my eye. Uh, this uh, small project done by a man named Chipmunk, who VR Missions Three is what it's called. Okay. <laughs> it's the future of gaming, uh, exactly. But uh, uh, in VR, I've been playing. I sleep bought, on it, bro. I bought Compound. Uh, Compound was made by one developer um, with fan input or community input. It came out of early access uh, two weeks ago. It is a fucking banger, dude. It is oh, so goddamn good. It's a roguelike, uh, roguelite roguelite sp fps in vr and 
it is a fucking banger, dude. It is oh, so it feels so good to play that you forget you're in VR is how good it plays because you just go back into that old school doom mode where you're just running through rooms just fucking blasting people and i'm like i'm like man i'm just kind of blowing through this and i'm dodging shit you know and I, yeah. I was, and the reloading and stuff it's it's all streamlined pretty well like the guns aren't trying to be realistic right so like you have like a grenade launcher you just shove a shove a grenade in you press a button again it flips it up and you can shoot again like everything is so intuitive where like it has tutorials and stuff on shooting range, so you can figure out how to do things. But I didn't need it, dude. I like I, I did it just to show it, but it all clicked right away. So I'm just like fucking going in rooms and and shooting things. And uh, the soundtrack is really great. The art style it has this like cartoony old school aesthetic that works very well for it. It is I I can't praise that game enough, dude. Um, and all in all, it's only six hundred megabytes. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah unbelievable the other great use of resources uh, that's a i don't we've talked about before we're like these companies don't really appreciate like hard drive space anymore or like optimizing things they're just like eh, whatever people have a lot of hard drive with strong computers just whatever throw it to the wall who cares about like optimization and like well day one patch uh you know mindset of like yeah you know even if it's broken we'll just fix this later on yeah Uh, yeah yeah there's something about like you know, using all the colors you have on your palette to like its utmost to, uh, you know, paint a, a beautiful picture instead of being like, you know what, uh, we'll just keep throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. Like, Yep, yep, yep. So so the other game that really engrossed me is actually a game I, I bought around the Christmas sale. Um, it's, a, it's a game that intrigued me by its look. And it made no sense to me why it had such such positive glowing reviews. And that oh. game was Cruelty Squad. It was uh, it was coded entirely in Godot. Yeah, we were just talking about this yesterday, man. Yeah. Godot. Yeah. Me and the professor, I was like, they got JavaScript uh, support. He's like, man, shit didn't work right out the box. I'm done. <laughs> we talked about like how like as we get older, like we have less tolerance for like trying new stuff if it doesn't work right away, like. Because I complained about this like a couple podcasts ago where I was like, I tried to open up like their third person uh, example from their asset store. And I was like, it didn't work. And like, it gave me an error. And I was like, if I knew how to use Godot, I'm sure it's like a simple fix, but yeah. I don't. So I'm yeah. like, I'm fucking done. This is over. <laughs> like, yep. I'm exiting yep. out. I'm not using this shit no more. Yep. Uh, so uh, yeah, so- it seems like a powerful engine. I keep, I keep trying to get into it. So Sonic Colors Ultimate was actually coded in Godot. Okay. A full retail release, but uh, like, yeah, you know, Sega's still a AAA developer, I'd say. Um, uh, so, Cruelty Squad is Deus Ex. Uh, and whoa, whoa! Did you say Sega's a AAA developer, dude? Yeah, oh, hundred percent. I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> I, I, I downgrade them to like a double A. Okay, okay. I don't think they have like any hundred twenty like, million dollar games they're putting yeah, together. Dude, don't knock it. I feel don't like Yakuza it. is funded by the Yakuza, bro. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the game. Have you played any of the Yakuza games? No, they're, they're I own them. I literally, at the time of this podcast, I just got like a dragon to complete the entire collection. Um, I own every single one now. So the but you haven't played. <laughs> you just it. have them on your wall. I played the first like one, them, but they're they're all uh, so long. Where I'm just like, yeah, dude. Oh, bro. So. I tried to play 
I think like a dragon because I played the first one back in the day on the PlayStation Two. I like that; it was a great game. Uh, and then, you know, like there's issues with like two and shit. I think didn't really come out to the U.S. right away. Also, this shit. Uh, but I tried getting back into it. I was like, let me play the newest one. There was like three hours of cutscenes before I could fucking play the game, dude. I I'm not kidding you. Sure, I am not. Sure no joke. Where like it just brings you like cutscene to cutscene. I'm like, bro, can I play the fucking game at any point? Well, you like, know, and, and like a dragon is completely different because they went with uh, turn-based combat versus anything else. So it's not like any of the others. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you know, that. JRPGs are not known for long dialogue <laughs> and lengthy cutscenes at all. Right. So well, I mean, the Yakuza series, uh, it, it's its own thing. It just it, it really leans heavily into it and. I don't know, I'd rather watch like a good triad movie at that point. You know, if I'm like, if I'm sitting here and I have no control really over what's going on, like it's a very linear story and it's a great world with interesting characters. Like I really enjoyed the first one and I know they really build that world. And like, if you go from like the first game to the last game, you can see the entire city literally changing from like a gritty, like eighties, you know, uh, downtrodden, like booming economy in the nineties to like, now everything's like, he moved away, I think, at one point to like the countryside, so everything just chills out again. Okay. But yeah, I don't know, man. The game, it's a game, barely. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a more of a visual story now. I had the same problem with Final Fantasy VII, the remake, where all the girls in there always strike poses when they're talking to you. Very <laughs> uncomfortable, very off putting. It was like they all were like uh, J pop idols, dude, where they were always like giving you like a peace sign and like hitting a pose. Like everything was like super kawaii. And then, like yeah. all I could think of in the back of my head was like, there's like a 50 year old man animating this shit, dude. <laughs> like, uh, this is gross, dude. I don't know. Too, like, too much, dude. <laughs> and it also, it game. just like took out of the story, too, like the storytelling elements. We're like, yeah, man, we just really uh, blew up a building murdered a bunch of people and everyone's like lol that jk i don't think we should be doing this and it's like i'm just kind of late now isn't it <laughs> like to be having second thoughts right, and all this right, 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 right. <laughs> well avalanche is a terrorist organization i know dude like it's crazy <laughs> should not they're like no nah, bro <laughs> we're about saving the world by blowing up blowing up the nuclear reactors dude <laughs> uh but yeah i don't think you guys thought dude. this through <laughs> cruelty squad um I'll, i don't know if you've seen it but it's 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 called like the description goes it's an immersive sim in a garbage world um the game is intentionally off-putting as hell the music just it sounds horrible to your ears the visuals it makes it's like your eyes are melting trying to look at something the graphics made a are, game for people not to play dude <laughs> exactly and it is so good it is so good dude. so i try to <laughs> i try to hot take on this shit dude i'm not playing this this I sounds I tried it back in October or not uh, January. So I bought it for the Christmas sale. I played it for about a half hour in January and I didn't get it. I'm like, okay. I was like, so this game, so it's just a meme game where people are all like, oh, it's great. And they, it's, so I, I read it. Sounds like a meme, bro. And then, um, uh, with the steam deck, right. I was, I was looking for something to play. I was going through my catalog and cruelty squad came up. I was like, and it still had very high reviews and stuff. And like, I, and I'm like, okay, we're going to give this game a try again. And um, I did three missions, and then I realized I, I really kind of got into what the world it was presenting me. Um, I got into into like the gameplay loop. Um, it's like Hitman. It's like Hitman and Deus Ex had a baby. 
and they the developer you can break his world and you can feel smart for like assassinating this this tar- this target in a way that you think the developers didn't didn't let you but yeah. th- they leave it so open where you you can break the game as many times as you want for however you want and that's and that's you and that's correct whatever yeah. you do in that game is is right and then like the game's story is so it it it, it gets when you once you really get into it um it's like death isn't a big deal anymore because you just in that world you can just grow yourself again you're just in debt to a large corporation large corporations run the world your organs are more are worth more than your life it it organs organs get sold in the stock market for executives um like like one of the targets you have to kill is an environmentalist because you know he he just wants to save the planet and we can't have that in a big corporate world dude it's It's not good for the bottom line for the profits it is so in your face with its horribleness that you just can't stop playing dude so yeah, i could well, say sounds that weird i will recommend the dark Guilty souls Squad of gaming anyone no no, no. <laughs> it's i i'd say it's more cyberpunk than any other game i've played in like the past 15 years it it's definitely feels like game ever <laughs> every it definitely feels like in a weird twist of fate, the corporatization of video games have like softened those edges of the cyberpunk world yeah. of like how, just how awful the mega corporations are supposed to be in like a cyberpunk world where it's like, there's a reason like there's literally like what's supposed like, I think in like cyberpunk 2077, like it's supposed to be like acid rain. There's supposed mm-hmm. to be like no real food. Uh, everyone's like living in poverty. Like uh, everybody's like sleeping like everywhere. It's again, it's supposed to have like that dirty gritty, uh, feel to it like the Yakuza, the first Yakuza game, like the 1980s feel of like everybody's kind of shitty in this place. Yeah, and like it, you don't really feel like the bad guy. You just feel like a guy in yeah. the world, you know, yeah. just trying to make it happen. Yeah, uh, it was like all the newer ones, like Deus Ex, was like you're a cop now, uh, or are you? I don't know. Well, you, you worked you in the, for the agency in Deus Ex, and yeah, with, uh, JC Denton, like your you know, agency kind of betrayed you and you were going against it so i mean you know i, I mean I they, they killed him and they made a clone of him but I never really implicitly told you that like if you like go in there and like you open up like one of the safes in one of the missions like you find like a dead body in there and that's you dude, 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 it's, so good. it's such a good game god damn it I, it's illuminati so, but, bro but uh <laughs> uh so my the, the thing that i've been playing lately have, and really enjoying have all been single developer games you know, if, including your your game, your one man working on oh, this. Oh damn! So I wanted to That's take this, this pod and whatever time we have left, man, to just really, really shout out the single devs who get shit done. You know, I was who playing stick League with of them. Legends this week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to League, dude! I booted that shit up. Uh, so the boys we're were playing. on, and I was like, okay. "Let me play." Some. And we got it's in like three. Minute, games. Man. I, I've actually wanted. Yeah, to dude, that. I haven't played it in a while. I, I did Blitzcrank, and I was snatching the fuck out of everyone. I was like, "Bro, you're so good at grabbing people." I'm like, "I know, dude." <laughs> that was it. We won our games, and then they all left, and I was like, "Damn." So I played a couple of ARAM by myself and that was it. <laughs> nice. I uh so I'm I'm looking at it, man, and I don't I didn't realize when I was doing this and it's, it's subconscious or maybe it just happens to be in line with what I want to play. But uh, you know, I, I played Undertale, made by one guy, uh Axiom Verge, made by one guy, uh Thomas Was Alone, 
made by one guy. You know, yeah, cave it's, story. It's, it kind of they kind of had the yeah opposite thesis of the last game you're talking about with the where he wanted like games to be like cute and fun he's like nobody's yeah. making cute fun games anymore man everything's yeah. so gritty everything's so down dude let I me mean, just yeah man. Just, everything should look kawaii dude <laughs> but I, I will say like it like playing you get a job games, at square Enix, bro <laughs> playing, playing these games and and uh enjoying them but also working on my own game i will say um gives me so much motivation dude because i i know that you know there's sometimes when you're a solo dev where you're where it's just you you're in your office or whatever you're doing it's quiet it's just you and your minis you and your your thoughts right they're plotting against you sometimes you you know just get i don't want to say bored but disenchanted with the whole process right but seeing you do this seeing uh you know like these games that have released by one person that you know and, and it sometimes will go on like itch.io and just get something random you know um gotta say it's it's super super just uh, a communal think tank of going okay someone else was in the exact same shoes i'm in right now even though i'm not releasing mine to like you know a large audience or anything like that it's still the same type of work you know someone knows what you're yeah. doing and, and everything else so, so you know shout out to those guys who make games that i fucking absolutely enjoyed and uh yeah, you know it's hard hard work your, man your work's appreciated man like it really is you know if i'm if i'm one person uh like for me i'm thinking if, if one person you know enjoys the game that i make it's worth it you know if i enjoy the game that i make it's worth it you know so yeah man it's uh it's, it's, that's what it's about it's about capturing like a smaller feeling too that uh i think resonates with people with like, whatever project you're working on whatever size but uh if you can set out with a goal like a tangible goal with like uh trying to tell something that really emotionally resonates that's that's what's important that's you know that's what telling a story is all about whereas i think like it, it, a lot of the time it becomes about like ticking check boxes like on the back of the box or like gameplay and all this stuff yeah. and it, some games like come out and you're like damn this feels like a hollow cash grab <laughs> like you know Shout out to Hollow Cash Grab, dude. I think that's going to be my next game. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to call there's, it. There's a... Have you, with AAA releases, right? Like, I think the only game I'm I'm really... Like, I'm still playing Valorant. Um, I'm playing The Cycle um, as well. But uh, I find myself a little disenchanted with competitive games at the moment. You know, uh like, but I, I don't want to say that I want to play like a super casual game, but I want to play something that's a different experience. You Dark know, Souls. Like, like even even that. I mean, yeah, yeah Elden Rings. Like, yeah, 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 stuff like that. Feel Something, something. I that heard somebody, me in a bro. Way, you know, bro. Somebody was saying Castlevania '64 was the Dark Souls of video games, dude. Before Dark Souls. No, that game just sucked ass. Those. <laughs> no, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, if you go back and play it again. I think you'd be surprised. Like, I think what it was is it was like one of the first, like, 3D platformers that you know wasn't first party. And if you play that and go from like the NES games to that, it's very true to like how Castlevania is. The only problem is is like uh, Symphony of the Night like came out the year before. before. Yeah, yeah, and like so Change everyone was comparing it to that, where it's like, bro, like you took like the base dna from the nes and like ported it over to the n64 but you had like a whole playstation roster of games that you guys did like learn from uh but the game's like sup- 
supposed to be that difficult. Like where it has like the parts where like you're platforming and like a fucking wild bat comes out of nowhere and just knocks your ass down for no reason. Right. Right. And then people are like, this game's fucking trash. This game's garbage. This worst game ever. It's like, no, bro, this is what Castlevania has always been about. It's about wild shit popping out of nowhere and killing you in like bullshit ways, dude. Here's the, here's the problem though. Uh, Gaming has, including what Konami was doing at the time, evolved beyond that. Yeah. It, Castlevania 64 was an exercise in being lazy and rushing things. And like the games that were successful that went to 3D took the time to make sure it felt like a natural evolution. You know, uh, the biggest problem with it was just tying it to the Castlevania franchise. Would you say it would be better if it was if it was named something else? Yeah, I think they would have way more success. Yeah, because again, like you just dropped uh, Symphony of the Night, dude, the year before. You can't fucking come out with like a banger true, and then true, drop this true. fucking turd on us, dude. <laughs> you can't do that. That's probably the big... biggest like fucking turnaround, right? Like from yeah. like, one of the greatest games of all time to yeah. shit stain on the on, a, on in an October release, <laughs> like. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? This is yeah. uh, not related, but John Romero just said he's working on a new FPS. Uh, so he's hired for that, dude. That's in the news this week. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. You're right. Not related, but strangely, it kind of is, right? Tangentially. Uh, the, the guy who made who who did the entire level design for Quake uh, yeah. goes on. Shout to out to Sigil. He dropped Sigil. That was pretty dope. Did you play through Sigil? Nah, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it was pretty dope, and then not play through it. <laughs> I watched him make the levels. I was like, ah, it's dope. It definitely felt like a throwback. Uh, Sigil was okay, but I think level design. There's better wad packs that I've played than Sigil. That's yeah, he was doing like trying to stay true to the original like design yeah. pieces to yeah. Doom. Like it wasn't like evolving it. He was just like, if there was more Doom, this was what it would have been. Uh, yeah, it's all right. If you play, so it's supposed to go from Doom, like it's supposed to be an- another episode, and yeah. uh, it felt like it. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is other <coughs> wad creators have been doing it. They haven't stopped and went back like Romero did. They've yep. been iterating and doing it. So I felt that um, there's been other wad packs that offered more. Now the Castlevania situation all over again. Including gameplay evolutions within the Doom 2 engine than Sigil did. Like, Sigil was very fun, and I liked it, but if it wasn't Romero, it wouldn't have gotten as much hype. Yeah. Shout out to Romero. They did a Castlevania wad. Somebody made, like, a port of, like, one-to-one, and I guess it's really good. I want to get that. That's, like, one of the top mods out there for OG Doom is, yeah, it's a Castlevania one. There's a Sonic one, too, which I also hear is pretty good. They're still actively working on it. Yeah. Shout out to the Sonic team. the 8-bit Mega Man deathmatch one, too? Yeah, I've seen that. seen it around the way. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you know, the Doom, Doom guys... They've been working when you're working on an engine for the last 30 years, like they're doing some crazy things with it, man. Doing God's uh, work out there, <laughs> definitely, definitely, man. So, yeah, man. so yeah, dude, just uh, you know, shout out to single devs, man. That's really oh, I'm telling you, man, like all this single dev work is for the birds, bro. I think I'm gonna, I gotta get a superhero yeah, team up. I gotta find, yeah, I was this telling, the next. Uh, so, Professor was working, and 
let's do our little wrap up here. Um, I got one of the kids awake who <laughs> wants breakfast. Um, uh, but uh, hungry. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I was chatting with the professor last night slash this morning because uh, I was up su- too super late. And he, was, he was showing me like some of the collaborative uh, stuff in G Develop. Like he can he can write like complete code, and and uh, it ports it to like it's a visual scripting engine, so we can like put something like like this is like dirt, you know. So we can so if we're not doing the coding part, if we're doing something else, you can just add his his code without him making something new um, with yeah. it, which I thought was incredible. Um, so, you know, I might have to, <clears throat> him and I were talking about some stuff and I was like, Hmm, it's been a while. Like, I know you guys have game jam. It's been a while since I've, I've, uh, you know, tagged along. We threatened that, to so. do like a three, three way throwdown at one point. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we should we all did. go out to the farm and game jam. Yeah. 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 Uh, we should, we should, uh, it's we never manifest point, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I know. I think there's some, some smaller stuff that I think we can knock out in a weekend. I don't know. I, I blame the the professor. I don't trust him for nothing, dude. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna finish not one thing, bro. Like, if you're gonna do it, like, uh, we gotta get more uh, a reliable programmer, dude. That's step one. <laughs> when somebody's actually like actually completed a few games, got a couple game jams under their belt, bro. Nah, man, I gotta. I I, I think we can. I think scope and timeline is there, but also you don't want to. You know, it's it's not like our any of our main thing you know we all have yeah. jobs you know, yeah and, and for professor i get it because he programs during the day right like yeah, it's his whole job do you want to do you want to do work after you're done working you know at yeah, some bro. Point? like i don't you know so yeah. you've yeah, been programming yeah. for your day job too man and That's guess what true. your independent game uh tanked as soon as you started doing more work programming doing less personal programming it's it's, it's actually true it's it's adds actually up true. dude uh, we're on an update cycle now, so it's back back to it because I don't have to do shit. <laughs> so, there you go, man. For the next couple of weeks, man. So, so we'll see. But yeah, man, I think I think uh, you know, just just uh, shout out to all the uh, single devs, including yourself. Keep on keeping on. You know, yeah, to single moms and <laughs> single moms out there. I guess I guess every solo dev is basically single mom, right? That's right. <laughs> play that play that Reba the Reba show's theme song, you know, about a single mom who works too hard, loves her kids, and never stops. Oh man, chill, the Warren Bros. is gonna get us, dude. <laughs> uh, WME just straight suing us now. All right, right, bro, I think bro. on that note, man, I think we're gonna end it here. Uh, like, my daughter, share, my daughter, subscribe. My daughter has a, has a plate. And going, she's going like this. <laughs> Point <laughs> the plate. Time. So, yeah, right. She knows. So, we'll make her some some food. But uh, yeah, dude, uh, I'm gonna play your your build in in a bit. I'll shoot you a text. And yeah, uh, I mean, if it works. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Appreciate you all there. We have devs that are listening. Appreciate you guys. Take care. Everybody. Yeah, bitch. We out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> That's how we end it. <laughs>